12, 2023, a day that is going to go down in Commander's history. The day that co-owners Tanya and Dan Snyder reached an agreement for the sale of the Commander's franchise with the Josh Harris Mitchell Rails ownership group. This is news we've been waiting for for a long time now, and it has finally come out. Along with this, I will be giving you my season predictions now that the Commander's 2023 schedule has been released. All of this and much more coming up next on the Next Gen Fan Podcast. This is the Next Gen Fan Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, please do so. I would appreciate it. And if you have any friends, family members, or people you know of who are Commanders fans, let them know about the podcast. I appreciate it. So today, May 12, 2023, Adam Schefter tweeted out that the Commanders owners, co-owners, Tanya and Dan Snyder, have reached an agreement for the sale of the Commanders franchise with Josh Harris. Huge news. This is what we've all been waiting for. I haven't really touched too much on the ownership as a lot of what's come out is a lot of what ifs until about a couple weeks ago where the Snyders reached a, a tentative agreement and the difference between what happened today and what happened a few weeks ago was the tentative agreement reached a few weeks ago both parties had to sign the paperwork and then hand that back to the NFL for that to be verified. Uh, obviously, the Harris group got their part in. We were waiting on the Snyders, and a report actually came out today that these, uh, Dan Snyder might be holding all this up because he wants the findings of the Mary Jo Wright report, uh, an investigation into uh, some of the allegations against Dan Snyder, uh, Snyder wanting that report to not come out. Um, so he was. It, it appeared that he was trying to fight for that and that we may have to wait a little bit longer for this news. A few hours later, we got the news we were all waiting for. The Snyders have agreed to sell a team. It's over. All we are waiting for now is for the NFL to review all the financials for the, the Josh Harris Mitchell Rails group and then for the owners to vote, I really have no, there is no way that this would not go through unless there is something seriously wrong with the financials. The NFL has already stated that this is a, a unique process and then they're going about it differently. Um, they're kind of bending the rules to really speed this process up to get Dan Snyder out of there. Uh, so there is, unless, like I said, unless something's wrong with the financials, there's no way that the NFL owners would not approve of this. Uh, this is going to happen and Dan Snyder's days, which we already knew were, were numbered, it, it's going to be coming to a close here relatively soon as the Snyders have released a statement. Quote, we are very pleased to have reached an agreement for the sale of the Commanders franchise with Josh Harris, an area native, and his impressive group of partners. We look forward to the prompt completion of this transaction and to rooting for Josh and the team in the coming years, end quote. The Snyders, they're, they're done. This is the end of it. And Josh Harris, Mitchell Rails, Magic Johnson, that ownership group is going to be the the new set of owners here for the Washington Commanders coming up in the season. This should get completed fairly soon. Um, I would not be surprised if in the coming few weeks we get news that the NFL has agreed 
to the this ownership committee and that it is all beneficial uh but huge news coming today uh originally this was just going to be a schedule pod but of course with this this huge news had to give you guys my thoughts on this and the 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 huge thing coming with this is that not only obviously are you going to have the hope of a new owner turning things around i mean under dan snyder they have not won 11 games they've only won they've only had two 10 10 win seasons they've only had four nine win seasons i mean it, it's unbelievable uh, for a guy who has had over 20 years of ownership for the team has had only four seasons where he's won nine games i mean it, it is absurd the average win total under dan snyder is only six games i mean that is egregious it is horrendous and along with the fact that with josh harris i mean there's so many different avenues hopes for another potential name change um from something that that's not as terrible as commanders hopes for a new stadium uh the stadium was there was really no discussion as long as dan snyder was the owner and even with the news that he might be selling uh, Virginia, Maryland, DC, they were, they were already trying to, to get their cars in order and reaching out to the Harris rails group to try and begin discussing stadium talk. Do you also have the fact that now as Jason Wright has, has recently stated, you know, sales for tickets and all that sort of stuff, merchandise have gone up, but this stuff is going to skyrocket now that people who, who had really shut off their, their, their fandom because they, they didn't want to give money to Dan Snyder. Uh, now that he's going to be gone, there is going to be a, a boom in business for the commanders. Um, a, another question that I will be discussing in future episodes is what is the plan for this, this Harris rails group? Are they going to kind of wait a year and let Ron Rivera and the Marty's and, and let this, this front office kind of, show the Harris Rails group what they got, or are they going to go ahead and wipe the slate clean and start fresh with this coming season? Those are all avenues that are now opened up for Washington, but the biggest one is that under Dan Snyder, winning and whether that be because of his involvement in the drafting process, front office, uh, whatever, this team, and I just read you the statistics, the winning has not been something that they have been even relatively close to doing at a high level. And that's not to say that, you know, if you are a, an owner who struggles to win, that's not the, the huge reason to get fired but or to, to, to sell the team. But for 20-plus years of having, what, two playoff appearances? I mean, since my, my time as a fan... I've seen the Commanders go to two playoff games, and really the only one that was close was the the Bucks game in 2020, where the Commanders lost by eight points um, in a game that ultimately, at the end there, the Commanders had no shot. Uh, the offense just could not finish it. The defense gave up over 500 plus yards. So, along with the the hope of finally bringing back winning to Washington, finally for me as a fan. I've never seen winning at a. I've never seen this team win a playoff game. Uh, I've never seen this team have a ten-win season. I mean, all that stuff is just is just fantasy. And hopefully, Josh Harris coming in is going to be able to fix 
what and really kind of change Washington and, and put them back to where they were and bring winning back to Washington. Josh Harris also put out a statement, quote, on behalf of our entire ownership group, including Mitch Rails, my longtime sports business partner, David Blitzer, and Irvin Magic Johnson, I want to express how excited we are to be considered by the NFL to be the next owners of the Washington Commanders and how committed we are to delivering a championship caliber franchise for the city and its fan base. Growing up in Chevy Chase, I experienced firsthand the excitement around the team, including its three Super Bowl victories and long-term winning culture. We look forward to the the formal approval of our ownership by the NFL in the months ahead and to having the honor to serve as responsible and accountable stewards of the Commanders franchise moving forward, end quote. Magic Johnson also released a statement, quote, I cannot be more excited to be a partner in the proposed new ownership group for the Washington Commanders. Josh Harris has assembled an amazing group who share a commitment to not only doing great things on the field, but to making a real impact in the DMV community. I'm so excited to get to work on executing our vision for the Commanders and our loyal fan base, end quote. And then former Redskins head coach Joe Gibbs also released a statement. Gibbs was involved with the leadership team with the Harris Rails Group. Quote, I've had the opportunity to get to know Josh Harris and the leadership team during this process and fully support his efforts to lead the new ownership group of the commanders. The NFL has grown a great deal since my time as a coach in this league. But what hasn't changed is my belief that the great leadership from the top, the drive to win on the field, and commitment to culture championship teams are created. Josh and his team share these values, and I am committed to doing what I can to reconnect this great franchise to the community, fan base, and alumni. So, once again, Harris, Rails, David Blitzer, Magic Johnson, uh, the Santo Domingo family, we saw Eric Schmidt, uh, Andy Snyder, all of those led in the, the the Josh Harris group. It has been official. Dan Snyder has agreed to a deal with that group. The NFL in the upcoming owners meeting, which is going to be on May 22nd through the 23rd in Minneapolis, it is anticipated that the uh, the approval is going to be discussed. However, a vote is probably going to be coming in the coming months. Uh, not going to be something that's going to be happening in the next meeting, uh, but definitely in the next couple of months. As I said, definitely a possibility that we are going to have the new owners of the commanders in office, so to speak, before August. Now, the price of the sale is coming in at a record $6.05 billion. I believe the closest one was when the Waltons bought the Denver Broncos for a little over $4.5 million. So this is definitely shattering that record. And we'd heard that this number was somewhere around $6 billion. Uh, Once again, $6.05 billion is the official number of the sale. Now, the NFL has released a statement Uh, saying that, quote, the league staff and the finance committee will review details of the proposed Washington transaction, and a transaction needs to be voted upon by the full membership with 24 of 32 votes needed to approve the sale, end quote. So again, we're still waiting on the NFL actually approving this thing, but both sides have agreed to this, 
And as far as looking at Dan Snyder, we, we there are no more what if, you know, what if Dan Snyder is trying to hold out for more money? Uh, what if, you know, Dan Snyder is trying to, to fight for the Marriage White investigation findings to not be released? He has signed the contract. We're waiting on the NFL approval, which will undoubtedly come in the coming months. And it is over for the Snyders. Now, coming up next, I will be discussing the Commanders 2023 schedule, giving you my predictions, my thoughts on each game, as well as rookie minicamp began today. I will be giving you guys my thoughts and some updates on what's going on there. This is the Next Gen Fan Podcast. So we've known the opponents uh, for the 2023 uh, season for the Commanders for, for a good time now, but the schedule released yesterday and I will be giving you guys my predictions. Week 1, Sunday, September 10th, the Arizona Cardinals, this game is at home. And first off, the, the Commanders coming into this game, I like the, the because of the recent news of the sale, this is a, a great game for, you know, you're not going against a, a, a serious contender. The, the Cardinals are going to be arguably the worst team in the NFL next year. So this is a great game for you to have a great atmosphere, to get a lot of fans into FedEx Field, and to celebrate and enjoy the fact that you have a new owner, but also it gives you a good chance to really get a win and really kind of complete that day. Uh, But Cardinals, 1 p.m., that game will be on Fox. And I have this game down as a win. The Cardinals are not good. Uh, you got Kyler Murray, who's coming off an ACL. Uh, he's not going to be available, so it's going to be the Colt McCoy show. While the Cardinals do have weapons, uh, this is a unit that has really struggled, uh, as we saw last year, even when Kyler Murray was healthy. Uh, guys like Zach Ertz, uh, you've got Marquise Hollywood-Brown, you have DeAndre Hopkins, so, you know, some recognizable names, uh, James Conner. But overall, a, a unit that is going to struggle, obviously, because of poor quarterback play, uh, something that we're kind of familiar here in Washington with. And then you look at the defense, a unit that, you know, at times has made some splash plays. If you remember last year, uh, the two pick sixes against the Saints. Uh, they also had the overtime winning game against the Raiders, where uh, Byron Murphy Jr. returned the, or he forced the fumble. Uh, that was then returned for a touchdown in overtime to win the game. But again, not only on paper are, is Washington better than, than the Arizona Cardinals, but also if you, you look at the, this team in terms of Washington, you've got a defense who performed at a, a high level last year going up against a, a kind of uh, poor offense. And then you offensively, Eric Bieniemy is coming in there. And I, I know for me, I'm expecting a significant difference uh, in the way that the offense is run as well as a, a new quarterback coming in and Sam Howe, who's going to kind of give you that little jump start. Now, it is interesting with this game is that this is this is when you, you cannot afford to lose if you're Washington. Again, Cardinals are, the, are going to, are predicted to be the worst team in 2023, and it would not be a, a good day to start out the, the new 2023 season if you, you started out with a loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh The Cardinals also have a new head coach, uh, former Eagles, uh, D.C., Jonathan Gannon. So he is going to be his first NFL game as a head coach. However, once again, 
you look at Washington on paper and they have much more talent, uh, especially on the defensive side of the football. I have the Commanders winning week one against the Arizona Cardinals. Week two, going to Denver. This game, Sunday, September 17th, it will be on CBS. Now, the interesting thing with the Broncos is obviously you have Sean Payton, and as a Bronco, if you're a Broncos fan, you're, you're hoping that Sean Payton can, can turn around the debacle that was uh, Russell Wilson last year. Now, the Commanders have uh, lost three straight games at Denver. Uh, however, again, I think that Sean Payton is going to be able to turn around Russell Wilson to some extent, but I do think that that's going to take some time. I don't think that's going to happen immediately. I think there's going to be some hiccups, and I think Washington is going to get the win. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to magically be different in Week 2. The Commanders host the Buffalo Bills in Week 3, September 24th, 1 p.m. start time. That game will be on CBS. And I, I, I don't think Washington's going to get a win. I mean, the Bills are just light years ahead of Washington uh, in terms of quarterback play, in terms of weapons. Uh, you look at their, their draft in the first round. They got Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah, top tight end in the draft. And then second round pick, they got Osiris Torrance, arguably the top guard in the draft out of Florida. Uh, just two players to name right there off the bat. The Bills are Super Bowl contenders. Uh, the Commanders are nowhere close to that. And the Bills, on both sides of football, have more talent than Washington. Offensively, you look at those weapons. you got Allen. You've got James Cook, who they're, they're still hoping can turn into something. you got Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. On defense, you have Greg Rousseau. You have Matt Milano. You've got Tredavious White. You've got Micah Hyde. I mean, they have serious weapons on both sides of the football. And ultimately, Washington is not going to be able to contend with the Bills. Look at what we saw last year. Uh, Washington still made good plays during that game. But overall, uh, the Bills just steamrolled the Commanders. I have them losing to the Buffalo Bills in Week 3. The Commanders will go to Philadelphia in Week 4, October 1st. A 1 p.m. start. This game will be on Fox. And I have the Commanders losing this matchup to the Eagles. Last year, when the Commanders went to Philly, the Eagles were undefeated and Washington got the win. However, I don't think that they're going to go and get one this year at Philadelphia. If you look at the Eagles, again, strictly on paper, the Eagles are are so, so more talented than the Commanders. It, it really is... Incredible. That that's what a championship team looks like. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl last year. They lost by three points uh, in in a really close uh, shootout game. But ultimately, while you do have well, again, Washington, you know, ha- has some improvements here and there. Ultimately, however, the Eagles are just way better than the Commanders, and I don't think they're going to get one um, on the road. Week five, Thursday night football. October 5th versus the Chicago Bears, 8.15 start time. This game will be on Amazon Prime. A repeat of the horrendous game last year, probably, probably, by far the worst game that the Commanders played outside of maybe the Cleveland game 
a 12 to 7 win over the Bears where your your offense uh was horrendous and on special teams that it was it was really that muff punt uh that was able to get the Commanders to score that touchdown to take the lead and then if you remember at the end of the game Darnell Mooney had the the catch right by the sideline uh, where he was not able to get the ball to cross the plane. Uh, overall, though, hopefully Washington will not have a repeat of that disastrous performance. Uh, I have the, the Commanders winning this game. While I do think the Bears are going to be better than people think, uh, they're still the Bears. They still are not very good, and I think Washington is going to be able to get it done, hopefully uh, in, in much better fashion. Through the first five games, I have the Commanders at 3-2, and two, winning against the Cardinals, winning against the Broncos, losing to Buffalo, losing to Philly, and then beating the Bears. Week 6, Sunday, October 15th, the Atlanta Falcons, the Commanders are in Atlanta, 1 p.m. start, and this game will be on CBS, possibly the Taylor Heineke revenge game. Uh, depending on the way the Atlanta season goes, Heineke may be starting over Desmond Ritter, uh, quarterback out of Cincinnati, who the Falcons took a few years ago with a second-round selection. Uh, Heineke signed a two-year $14 million deal uh, back in March. Again, Atlanta is a team where, offensively, they have some weapons. Uh, you look at guys like Kyle Pitts uh, off, on, the, on the running game side, they have Tyler Algier, who they drafted last year, and then with the eighth overall selection this year, they took Bijan Robinson. Uh, that is going to be an issue for Washington. Uh, they struggled in the past to consistently stop the run. I see that being an issue in this game as well, uh, seeing the talent that Bijan Robinson displayed. However, again, I think Washington's going to get a win here, and they will be moving to 4-2 and two through six weeks of the season. Sunday, October 22nd, week 7, the Commanders go to New York. 1 p.m. start for this game, and this will be on CBS. The Commanders play the Giants, and the two games they played the Giants last year, they lost and they tied. I think the Commanders get one back here, they get a win, and wow, Daniel Jones does end up looking like Steve Young when the Commanders play him. I think the offensively, Eric Bienmi is going to have something special to add up here. I think that they are going to get a win. They're going to blow the Giants defense out of the water. And the Commanders are going to move to 5-2 and two on the year. Sunday, October 29th, the Eagles are back. And this game will be at home on Fox 1 p.m. start. I have the Commanders winning this matchup against the Eagles. I think they split with the Eagles, and I have them also splitting with the Giants. You will see that later. I also have them splitting with the Cowboys. I think that even though, and you, and you look at the NFC East in over, over the past 20 years, there's never been a repeat winner for the NFC East. And you've always had, even even with, you know, when you've had teams that are, like the Eagles, look like a juggernaut. Um, even the Cowboys, who I think are, are, are just, I, I, the Cowboys always do well in in the regular season, but they really can't ever put it together in the playoffs, which is fine by me. Uh, but 
I think that this this division is and division games in particular are, are really kind of a toss up in a lot of cases uh, because for whatever reason they always end up being uh, close. Um, the Commanders went two and four last year in divisional games, and I have them going three and three this year in divisional games. But at uh, excuse me, the Philadelphia Eagles are coming to Washington, and again, one thing that always is going to concern me against when Washington is going against Philadelphia Eagles is that D line. Uh, I don't think that we're going to have a repeat nine sack performance uh, that Carson Wentz had last year. However. Uh, the Eagles in 2022 had 15 more sacks than any other team, and they didn't stop there. They just drafted two first-round D linemen and Jalen Carter, arguably the top prospect in the NFL draft, and Nolan Smith. So that D line is going to be uh, ferocious. I'm not sure this O line has what it takes to 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 uh, protect Sam Howell. And I, I do think that's going to be concerned. However, I think the Commanders are going to win. And through eight games, I have the Commanders at 6-2. and two. Week 9, Sunday, November 5th, at the New England Patriots. 1 p.m. start. This game will be on Fox. Now, the Patriots defensively, they're going to play well. Um, that's just a Bill Belichick thing. You Rarely, rarely do you see the defense uh, not perform well over an extended period of time. However, offensively, obviously they have that issue with, you know, are they going to go with Mac Jones, Bailey Zapp, uh, Bailey Zappi, uh, as well as, you know, weapons-wise, they have Juju Smith-Schuster, they let Jacoby Myers walk, um, and then outside of that, I believe Devontae Parker is still up there, um, uh, but I'm not sure who else they have. They do have Hunter Henry, the former Chargers tight end, they traded away John New Smith, the former Titans tight end. So offensively, uh, Damian Harris at running back, and the O line isn't isn't great. Um, it's actually a lot like Washington's in the way where it's you know had its ups and downs. Didn't really do much in the offseason to address it, and uh, you have some areas where there are, are major and obvious holes. I think the Commanders get a win here, and I have Washington on a five game winning streak, moving to seven two. Uh, and, and the main reason being is that I don't think offensively the Patriots are going to be able to put up too many points. Not only do I think that the commander's defense is going to step up, but I also think that if you look at the commander's offense, I think that Eric Bieniemy is going to... I, I, I'm expecting a huge jump for this offense. Now, in its last two trips to Gillette Stadium... The Commanders have been outscored 79-17, to but hopefully we will uh, be able to increase Washington's side on that that uh, scoring. Again, I think Washington gets the win here offensively. I'm not really a huge fan of Mac Jones. I think he's all right, but I don't think that they have the weapons nor the skill to put up enough points to win. Week 10, Sunday, November 12th at Seattle. 425 start time. This game will be on Fox. So I, I think you, looking at Seattle, obviously you have the Geno Smith uh, revitalization of his career. And it's going to be really interesting to watch because he kind of flamed out a little bit towards the end of the season. 
It's going to be interesting to see whether he can continue to re to to continue to to improve and keep his his play at the level we saw throughout the middle of the 2022 NFL season. Overall, though, I think Washington loses this game. While they have improved that secondary, I don't think they have the corners unless we see major development from Forbes or Martin or or St. Just. Uh, I don't think we have the the skill at the in, in the the DB position to handle guys like Lockett, Metcalf, JSN, who they just drafted. Not only that, but you've got Kenneth Walker. Uh, defensively, you have guys like. Bobby Wagner, who just re-signed with the Saints. You have Tariq Woolen, who they drafted, I believe, in like the sixth round last year, who is a star. Uh, so I, I think that Pete Carroll is going to uh, get this team to, to, to play hard, and the Washington Commanders are not going to be able to get a win in Week 10. Through 10 weeks of the NFL season, I have the Commanders at 7-3. and three. Week 11, Sunday, November 19th, versus the Giants, 1 p.m. start. This game is on Fox. Now, last year, we had the Giants in back-to-back games where the Commanders were at New York. That was a tie. They had a bye week, and then the Giants came to Washington. That was a loss. Thankfully, we do have a little bit more of a break here, uh, separated by three games. I think that the Commanders are going to lose here. Um, I already said I had the Commanders splitting. I had them winning earlier when they went to New York in Week 7. Here in Week 11 at home against the Giants, I think they lose. I really like Ryan Dable as a head coach. I liked him uh, in Buffalo when he was the OC, and I really thought the Giants got a, a excellent head coach when they signed him. I, I was proved right throughout the, the 2022 season, uh, and it it I think that the Giants and Dable is going to come up with a solution to the problems that they faced when they faced Washington in Week 7, and they're going to beat the Commanders. I think this is a game where we could see Sam Howell really falling apart, um, and I, I think that defensively this could be an issue as well. Week 12, Thursday, November 23rd at Dallas, 4.30 p.m. This game is going to be on CBS a Thanksgiving matchup for the Commanders. I have them losing this game, and while that is going to be uh, unfortunate for the Commanders, um, I, I do I think that the, the Commanders really, and, and the last time they faced the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, that was a game where Antonio Gibson had three touchdowns, over 100 uh, rushing yards, and a really fun game to watch. However, I don't believe that the Commanders are going to be able to recreate that on Thanksgiving. I think that they they definitely struggle more against Dallas than I think any other team in the NFC East uh, as far as recent years. Now, I said earlier, I'm not a huge fan of Dallas coming into this season. I, I really don't think they're anything special. However, I do think that the Cowboys are going to be able to beat Washington here on Thanksgiving. Week 13... Sunday, December 3rd, versus the Dolphins, 1 p.m. start. This game is going to be on Fox. And if you've been following along, you will have noticed that there hasn't been a bye week. That is one thing that I do not like about the schedule is that Washington, for the past couple years now, has had that late bye week. And it's not 
you know, you, you want that week eight, week nine, bye week, um, really in the midseason, um, of, in, in the middle of the season. Unfortunately, Washington has a week 14 bye week, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but against the Dolphins, this is the first game against the Dolphins since 2019 when they had that 17-16 game, uh, which eventually helped the Bengals get the number one overall pick, uh, which they took Joe Burrow. Uh, so against the Dolphins, now the, the issue here is obviously you look at the receivers, you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, uh, a a one, probably one of the, the best, if not the best, wide receiver duo in the NFL outside of guys like maybe Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Um, but you you look at those receivers, and I think that if Tua is healthy, this game is going to be a much harder game for the Commanders. However, uh, Tua has really struggled to stay healthy over the past couple of years, and while they did sign Mike White, uh, the former Jets quarterback, to be their backup, I don't think that's going to be... Um, enough if Tua does end up getting hurt. So I think Washington gets a win here. They break a three-game losing streak, and before the bye week, they are 8-5. and five. As I mentioned, the bye week, week 14, not a great timing there. Week 15, Sunday, December 13th at LA, 4.05 p.m. start against the Rams. This game is going to be on CBS. So the Rams are still uh, struggling as far as in 2021, they really mortgaged their future for that Super Bowl. Um, and I'm sure if you ask any of those fans, they'll say it was 100% worth it. But you look at Matt Stafford, who has really struggled with injuries, and a, a team in general who has also just not put up the the points that are needed, and the injuries have really plagued the entire roster. However, I don't think that even with Sean McVay bouncing back, which is going to happen, I don't think he's going to have uh, multiple down years, I think Washington's going to get a win here, uh, mainly because I, I don't think, and I'm really not a huge fan of Matt Stafford in general. I really didn't understand the hype around him. He really was kind of a, an average, a little bit of above average quarterback in Detroit. And while you know you surround him with guys like Cooper Cup, um, you you don't see him like a guy like a Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, um, and obviously those are the, the top three quarterbacks in football. Uh, but you, you don't see him really leading his team as much as you would like. And as far as on the football field, in, in terms of his play, I don't believe that the Rams are going to not only have the star power um, or or the depth. The depth is mainly an issue with the Rams. I don't think they're going to get it done. I think Commander has come in here, uh, come into L.A. and get a win, move to 9-5 and five on the year. Week 16, Sunday, December 24th. At New York, 1 p.m. start. This game is going to be on CBS. The Commanders coming into this game, this, again, Christmas Eve game, which I am thrilled for, uh, will be facing off against Aaron Rodgers, who is 3-4 in his last seven games versus Washington. Last year, a 23-21 loss against the Commanders. If you remember in that game, that was a game where Taylor Heineke first started after the Chicago Bears game. But coming into this game, I like the talent on New York on both sides of the football. I don't think the commanders are going to be able to hang with Aaron Rodgers. And even if Aaron Rodgers is is pretty decent, I think that the Jets have done a great job of building up that roster. And I think the commanders lose. So through 16 weeks of the NFL season, I had the commanders at nine and six, 
on the year. Week 17, Sunday, December 31st versus the Niners. Uh, 1 p.m. start this game will be on Fox. I don't have them winning this game. They're taking an L here. The Niners are way more talented last year, uh, way more talented than the Commanders. We saw it last year when the Commanders were able to hang with the Niners for about a quarter and a half, maybe half the game, and then the 49ers just steamrolled Washington. Uh, Kyle Shanahan and, and John Lynch, they have built a juggernaut in San Francisco. Ultimately, they've never been able to win that Super Bowl, but you look at the players on that team. I mean, Debo Samuel... Fred Warner, Talona Hufunga, uh, the safety who really kind of broke out last year. You've got Kittle, you've got CMC, you've got Trent Williams, former former uh, Redskin. There are so many stars on the team. I mean, Nick Bosa, you've got Greg Jennings, who really has excelled at that third receiver, third receiver role. They have so many weapons there. Washington in no way is going to be able to contend with the Niners. And then finally, week 18, uh, this game is going to be at Dallas, or excuse me, against Dallas at home. None of the details have been determined for this game. The NFL always leaves this slot uh, TBD. uh, And if this game does end up mattering, I assume that it's going to be moved into a prime time slot. I think the commanders lose against the Cowboys here. Uh, the Commanders will finish the season 9-8. and eight, And ultimately, the reason I don't have them going for a 10-win season, and while I do think it is entirely possible, it's also entirely possible that the Commanders go have a 6-win season, um, I could easily see them losing games against, you know, maybe another game against Philly, maybe another game against the Giants. They could lose against the Patriots. Uh, the Dolphins is also probable. There, there's, a, a, there's a couple games on here where I could see they could go, the Commanders could definitely win five games. I could also win nine games I 10 wins something would really have to go right for the commanders to win 10 games and the reason I don't have it is because I I haven't seen it yet and I'm I don't think that that is going to happen and and, you know until I see it I I think that nine wins is pretty much about this team can get um that's all I've seen throughout my my lifetime here uh lifetime's fan I think can you win an extra game against, you know, the Cowboys? Yes. I actually, and I, I, correction, I, I said earlier that I have the Washington Commanders going 3-3 three and three against the division. I have them going 2-4 and four like last year. So I could totally see, you know, maybe Washington wins that Week 18 game at home against Dallas. Uh, maybe they, they move to 10-7, and 10-7, which would be incredible. Um, but ultimately, I, I don't have Washington winning 10 games because I, I'm, I'm just going to wait and see until I see something like that until I see them take that next step forward. Uh, I think it's kind of foolish to predict something like that because um, they haven't they haven't done that in, in a, a very long time. Now moving on to rookie minicamp, the Commanders rookie minicamp began today, and almost all of the Commanders draft class, uh, excluding Quan Martin, who was excused for personal reasons, along with 12 undrafted free agents um, and 35 tryouts, uh, were out today at the practice facility. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes had his first interception, and, you know, obviously something you expect for your first-round draft pick. He uh, jumped a route thrown by Tim Demore at one of the UDFAs, the commander sign, uh, intended for Kyrick McGowan, and 
wow, the play was blown dead. Uh, Forbes most likely would have scored a touchdown on that play. So already wonder how to pick six here in rookie minicamp. Now, there, when, it, when looking at rookie minicamp, obviously we're looking at a few things. One, uh, we want obviously what we just heard of what I just told you about Vino Forbes. Uh, I want you want to see good things from him. I'm anxious to see what other reports we see um, about his performance, as well as when Jartavius Martin is going to return. But what we see from guys like KJ Henry, who I'm excited about, the fifth rounder out of Clemson, as well as what Eric Bieniemy is going to do with guys like Chris Rodriguez Jr. out of Kentucky. Overall, we're, we're looking at seeing some, maybe some of these UDFAs show something off and uh, potentially make the roster. But again, this is just another sign that, that soon football is going to be back. Soon we will have the dates for training camp, uh, the veteran reporting date, and the rookie report date. And then before you know it, we'll be getting to the preseason games, which I will cover quickly before I end here. Week one of the preseason, the Commanders will be facing the Cleveland Browns. Week two, the Commanders will be facing the Baltimore Ravens. And week three, the Commanders will be facing the Cincinnati Bengals. So that is all I have. Once again, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And if you have any friends, family members, or people you know who are Commanders fans, let them know about the podcast. Make sure you guys check out the podcast on Spotify because I post polls and uh, different questions that you guys can answer. And if you all, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer or a topic you would like me to discuss, you guys can send me a voice recording. A link to do that is down in the description. Also remember that the podcast is now on YouTube, so you guys can go watch and subscribe there. Ice Armed Forces, firefighters, police officers, and emergency personnel. Dan Snyder has agreed to sell the Washington Commanders to Josh Harris and his ownership. God bless you and God bless America.